This podcast is brought to you by Bet Rivers. Download the Bet Rivers app from the App Store or Google Play Store. Must be 21. Available in Ohio only. Void where prohibited. Terms and conditions apply. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 Gambler. Sports gaming is provided in partnership with Dayton Real Estate Ventures, LLC, DBA, Hollywood Gaming at Dayton Raceway. If you're a tennis fan, you'll love betting weekly game bet match on the Bet Rivers Network. Whether you're a better or just love tennis, you'll enjoy the in depth analysis each week of the tennis calendar. Subscribe to Game Bet Match today from your favorite podcast provider. You're listening to The Bullpen with Adam the Bull on the Bet Rivers Network. Welcome, everybody, once again to my Sunday edition of the bullpen with Adam the Bull as we recap every 1 and 4 o'clock and, again, this week, the, what was it, 9.30 a.m. London game leading up to Sunday Night Football, which we'll talk about on Monday's podcast, and so uh, we got a lot to do. Browns on a bye this week, but we start in the AFC North anyway. A weird game in Pittsburgh. The Baltimore Ravens seemed to be completely in control of this game early. The Ravens came into this game 3-1 and one off a win against the Browns. The Steelers came off uh, this one against a loss to the Texans. The Ravens marched down the field in their first two drives, scored a touchdown the first one, stalled inside the five, had to settle for a field goal. The game was 10 to nothing. Steelers did get a field goal back, but by the start of the fourth quarter, it was still 10-3 in favor of Baltimore, and Pittsburgh could not move the ball at all. Unfortunately for the Ravens, they couldn't catch the ball. Lamar Jackson threw a pick. Tons of drops in the end zone. The pick was in the end zone. The Ravens blew so many opportunities. The Steelers get a safety, a field goal, a touchdown, and a two-point conversion in the fourth quarter to come back and beat the Ravens at home 17-10. And as of this very moment, the Pittsburgh Steelers, believe it or not, are in first place in the AFC North. Obviously, we got a long way to go, but they are three and two. The Ravens are, are three and two. The Browns are two and two, and the Bengals are two and three. We'll get to them in a minute. But as of today, the Steelers would have the tiebreaker if the season ended today. They'd win the North despite being just putrid on offense. But their defense settled down after the 10 early points by Baltimore. They made some big plays once again, like they did against the Browns to win that game in Pittsburgh against Cleveland. They did. They basically did the same thing in this game. Alex Highsmith seals the deal. Now, in the case of the Browns and, and Steelers, Alex Highsmith sack fumble to Deshaun Watson. Uh, T.J. Watt picks it up, touchdown, and the and the Steelers would win the game on that play, despite the fact they had negative yardage in the fourth quarter in a game they were losing going into the fourth quarter. In this case, the Steelers were already up at this time, but this but that touchdown sealed the deal. And uh, the Steelers hold on. 17-10 is the final. Lamar did not play well in this game. Uh, I I didn't think they ran the ball enough. They ran it 25 times. They threw the ball too much in this game. It's a weird game plan by Baltimore. Uh, They're a run-first team. They were never out of the game. And the Steelers went up by a touchdown late. They were winning until deep in the fourth quarter, and yet they ran it 25 times, and they were, it wasn't like they were struggling. 25 carries, 125 yards from Gus Edwards, Lamar Jackson, and Justice Hill. So it was odd to me that they didn't run it more. Unlike the Steelers, who ran it 30 times out of their 62 plays, and they didn't run it really effectively. Uh, George Pickens did an end around for 16 yards, but besides that, 
They were 29 for 71. That's barely over two. That's not even two and a half yards per carry. Uh, Najee Harris was awful. 14 for 37. Pickett didn't do much, but he made, listen, I give him his credit. He made a couple of big throws to Pickens, who had 130, had 146 of the Steelers, 289 yards. You know, he had a big game. And you know he and Jalen Warren really did was it for them. In the end, Pickett goes eighteen to thirty two, two twenty four, and the one big touchdown after um, it was set up by the fumble. So a nice win for Pittsburgh, and as I said, they move into first place. The Bengals keep their series alive in what they described as a must win game. They beat Arizona thirty four to twenty in Arizona. Uh, Arizona has been a pretty game team so far this year. And after falling behind 10, nothing early, they scored two straight touchdowns and looked like they were right in this one, but the Bengals dominated the rest of the way outscored them 24 to seven from there on out. A couple of turnovers, a pick six. It was a big play there. This, the bank, the, the, uh, the Cardinals were up 14 to 10 late in the sec in the first half, the Bengals got stopped on a fourth and goal. Joe Mixon tackled it like the one inch line. But two plays later, the ball is is picked off and returned for a touchdown. Uh, the pick six, oh, I can't remember now who had the pick six. Oh, Cam Taylor Britt, that's right. He has the pick six, puts the Bengals up 17 to 14. They wouldn't relinquish the lead. Uh, Joe Burrow and Jamar chased the story in this one. They finally looked like themselves. Now, Burrow wasn't perfect. You look at his, if you didn't, if you didn't watch the game, you just see the numbers, you'd be like, wow, he was back to being Burrow. Not 100%. He's is the closest he's looked. Still made a couple of throws that were off, believe it or not, because the numbers are great. 36 of 46, 317 yards, three touchdowns and a pick. Made a couple other bad throws, but he made some really good throws, including the long touchdown pass to Jamar Chase, who broke the Bengals' record with 15 catches. He had 192 yards and three touchdowns. Big game for him. Joe, uh, Joe Mixon, listen, the Bengals weren't running it great, but they stuck with it. Mixon... 25 for 81 on the ground, not not overly effective, but enough to keep them somewhat balanced. We know the Bengals are not a, a balanced offensive team. Trenton Irwin got a got a lot of action because no T. Higgins today. He had eight catches for 60 yards. But Burrow looking pretty much, he ran the ball a little bit. Uh, made one nice run to scramble out of trouble. And the Bengals went at 34-20 to, you know, Stay a lot. Now, they got a tough schedule. You look at the Bengals' upcoming schedule, we'll see how good Joe Burrow and Jamar Chase are. They play at C they play they host Seattle next week, then a bye. Then they got to play at San Francisco, Bills at home, a decent Texans team at home, and then at Baltimore, Steelers at home, at Jacksonville. They got a tough schedule and they, they dug themselves a hole. We'll see how good they are. We'll find out as the season goes along. All right, let's move to the uh, New York teams. One of them, not bad. Uh, good job by the Jets. You're playing a Denver team on the road. Jets were sloppy early. They did get a, a safety for the second week in a row. It was a weird game. But the Jets were down 13-8 to eight at halftime. But in the second half, the defense really stepped up for the Jets. Zach Wilson made some good plays. He did throw a pick late, but it was just a great play by Patrick Sertan. And uh, the Jets outscored him 23-8 in the fourth quarter. Uh, Sean Payton yelling at Russell Wilson on the sideline at the end. The Broncos were a mess. They're one and four. They've lost all three games at home. And the Jets, despite overall bad quarterback play, are two and three. Because they got a good defense. They get, got the ball to Brees Hall this week. Man, they took the, you know, you, they talked about keeping the, they've been 
Very careful with his carries. Not this week. 22 for 177. A long touchdown run in this one. Nice win by the Jets. Listen, they're not going to the playoffs. I- I'm going to safely say that, and which is unfair because they're, they're two and three and everybody's in the mix. I mean, you look at the AFC, there's only one team. I'm sorry, two teams with four wins, the Dolphins and the Chiefs. So every, and, and every team has at least two wins, except for the Patriots, the, the Raiders, and the Broncos. So there's a lot up in the air. But w- the Jets are not gonna, just not going to get consistent enough quarterback play to win. If, I, if I'm wrong about the Jets, I will thoroughly apologize. But, I, I, but unlike their brethren in New York, the Giants, who are a pathetic bunch of losers, I, I've been promising that I'm going to stay nicer. I'm not going to use mean language. And then I called the Giants a bunch of losers. Before I get to the Giants, good again, good win by the Jets. Nice work by the defense. They um, to, to seal the deal, remember the Broncos had cut the lead to three late. They got a touchdown, two-point conversion. They get the ball back after the pick. They're marching it down the field. And then Russell Wilson gets stripped, and it's returned for a touchdown, uh, returned for a touchdown, by the Jets, great play by by Bryce Hall, not Brees Hall, the running back with the seventy-two yard touchdown run. But Bryce Hall picks up the fumble, runs thirty-nine yards for a touchdown. That's it, thirty-one twenty-one Jets. The Giants are a disgrace. They're they're, they're probably the worst team in football. I know Carolina's zero and five, but they've been competitive. The Giants are an absolute disgrace. This team. My man Sean Marash in New York was telling me before the season, worst case scenario, nine and eight. They, they, they is not a chance in hell the Giants are winning eight games. They stink. Daniel Jones stinks. You blame the offensive line all you want. They stink too. Daniel Jones is playing terrible football. Now he gets hurt. They have to go to Tyrod Taylor. They can't run. I'm an idiot. I started Matt Breida in my fantasy league over Zach Moss. What a dumbass move that was. I thought Jonathan Taylor was going to play a lot, and Zach Moss had like a thousand yards. So annoyed. Why would I start Matt Breida? That was a stupid move by me. Idiot I am. Dolphins win 31 16. This Devin Achan is unbelievable. Devon, excuse me. They barely give him the ball, he's got 151 yards. On 11 uh, rushes, why he didn't play the first couple of weeks, I don't know. But this guy has 460 yards on 38 carries. That's crazy. It's absolutely insane. This guy, I mean, it's just, I, I don't even know what to say anymore. It's its its nuts. He's averaging over 12 yards a carry. <laughs> I mean, it's crazy. This guy's unbelievable. And the, and the, um, the Dolphins offense looks up. Now, uh, to it, there are a couple of really awful picks, and he makes some bad mistakes every once in a while. But, man, uh, is their offense good. I think Achan is, uh, I think he's second in rushing in the league, despite the fact that he only has 38 carries behind only McCaffrey. It's bonkers, man. 
It's absolutely incredible. But the Giants are a disgrace. They should be relegated to the Arena Football League. Their only win was against a ter- another terrible team in Arizona. At least, at least the other terrible teams have been feisty every game or most games. The Giants are an absolute train wreck. They're the worst team in football. They were a complete fraud last year. They overachieved. They stink. Stink. So they get pummeled. As for the rest of the NFC East, obviously you got uh, Dallas playing tonight. Washington played on Thursday. They were terrible. They were embarrassed. Dallas playing tonight against the Niners. Eagles. It was an interesting game. They end up winning by nine. Their defense really locked it down. It was a good game. I was, it was 17-7 going to the fourth quarter. Uh, excuse me, 17-14 Eagles going to the fourth quarter. The Rams are, are, are a pretty good two and three team. Very competitive, good wide receivers, good back. I thought they went away from the run too much, the Rams. I don't know what happened there. Uh, but I, I didn't. Kyron Williams has been great for them. I don't know why they went away from it so much. It was odd. Uh, they, the Eagles won. 300 yards from Hertz. Devontae Smith had one catch for six yards. It was bizarre. Hertz led him in, in passing with 303 yards and in rushing 72 yards on 15 carries. Obviously, he hadn't been running the ball quite as much this year, but he, he did a nice job there. Uh, the other One of the other 4 o'clock games that ended, it was the last game to end. Chiefs improved to 4-1, and one, beating the, the the Chiefs have been good, but they haven't looked amazing. Honestly, their defense has been even more impressive than their odds. Their defense has been really impressive. Uh, but Chiefs 3-0 on the road, 27-20. Controversial call uh, late in the game. The, the Vikings were driving. It was 27-20 Chiefs. The Vikings had it on fourth down, a ball thrown to the end zone. They throw a flag for pass interference. The Chiefs player gets mad, takes off his helmet. They pick up the flag for pass interference, which I actually thought was the right call, but the player should have been called for uh, personal, uh, what do you call it? Um, they had taken the helmet off. I can't remember, personal foul? Whatever, it's uh, unsportsmanlike conduct. That's it. And you see on the video, the ref, the official telling him to put his helmet back on. He knows it's wrong. That should have been a penalty. Now, the Chiefs would have gotten the ball anyway, but they would have been backed up further in their own zone because it should have been a 15-yard penalty. I guess it would have been half the distance. So it would have been, they would have started at the 10 instead of the 20. Might not have mattered. Vikings got one more chance late. They tried to throw a 45-yard Hail Mary. Uh, Cousins got sacked on the play. Travis Kelsey hurt his ankle in this one. Be something to follow. He did end up having 10 catches, 67 yards, and a touchdown off his ankle or his foot or whatever. He taped it up, went back in there. He was actually on the field for the last play when they tried to throw the Hail Mary. Vikings got to be the best one in four team. I mean, you look at some of the, you look at the Giants, the Broncos, the Vikings, the teams that are one and four worse. The Vikings are a pretty decent team, especially on offense. They've they've been snake bit this year. Won a lot of close games last year. They're losing a lot of close games this year. These things happen. All right, you know, one team I I did not mention when I'm talking about the worst teams in football. The Giants are right there. The Panthers are right there. The Bears are right there. I'll tell you another team that's right there. The New England Patriots. They're a disgrace. Why Belichick keeps throwing Mac Jones out there, he can't play. He's not an NFL quarterback. He's absolutely terrible. Uh, The Saints dominated this game. Their defense was just incredible. The Patriots now 0-3 at home. They got destroyed two weeks in a row. Two of the worst losses ever by Belichick. They have nothing on offense. They don't run the ball. Stevenson was great last year. I don't know what they're doing there. 
Their defense has been awful the last two weeks. Why are you giving Stevenson eight carries? I mean, Mac Jones, he can't play. I, I don't think Bailey Zappi can play either. But uh, Mac Jones can't play. He's not a starting quarterback in the NFL. The Patriots don't have a starter. They stink. They're absolutely awful. Um, Let's go to the Colts and Titans. This was an interesting game. Anthony Richardson gets hurt every week. I mentioned this was the game where I bleeped the bed. Zach Moss had a monster game. Josh uh, Jonathan Taylor, a non-factor after coming back from injury, coming back from holdout, signs his extension. He was a, he didn't play much. Zach Moss, who's been great so far this season, he was the man. Taylor had six carries for 18 yards. Moss, 23 for 165. In total, he had 25 touches for 195 yards and two touchdowns. And this idiot, again, had him on his fantasy bench in my dynasty league. And that's going to cost me. I would have been 5-0 had I started him in my dynasty league. Instead, I take my first loss of the year. What a buffoon that I am. Uh, as for the Titans, uh, DeAndre Hopkins had a big game. Eight catches, 149 yards. But they're not running. I don't know what they're doing with Derrick Henry. Um, if they think he's lost a step, I, I guess. I mean, he played great last week. They're splitting the carries too much. Derrick Henry's a rhythm runner. Uh, I, I don't know what the Titans are doing, but they lost this game 23-16. to 16. The London game, Jags, as predicted by me on this podcast Friday, not only cover, but win against the Bills, despite the fact that they almost gave it away. They were urinating down their leg a few times in the red zone. But in the end, they pull away in the fourth quarter. Bills make it a little uncomfortable late, scoring a quick touchdown, uh, trying for an onside kick, but it doesn't work. Uh I, th I thought um, the Jags run it, ran it great, especially in the fourth quarter. Travis Etienne, 26 for 136 and two touchdowns. Trevor Lawrence made some big throws in this game. He was 25 of 37, 315 in the TD. Calvin Ridley had his first big game since week one, seven catches and 122 yards. The Jags win their second straight week in uh, London. I thought that'd be a big factor. It may have been. May have been because it would have been a Bills home game. Uh, in in not that exciting of a game, although it turned out to be an exciting ending. The Falcons beat the Texans 21-19. to This game was kind of blah for much of the way. Texans were settling for field goals. They were up 12-7. Uh, but the Falcons come through. Desmond Ritter made a couple of plays through for over 300 yards. I still don't see him as a starting quarterback in the NFL at all. But I give him his credit. He played well in this one. C.J. Stroud is still not throwing a pick, but he struggled in the red zone. They struggled in the red zone. They couldn't run the ball. Their offensive line is terrible. And uh, that's it. Stroud was okay. But, uh, and, you know, Ritter, again, did a nice job. 28 to 37, 329, and a touchdown to uh, the touchdown pass was to uh, Bijan Robinson. Kyle Pitts, look at that. They actually had a decent game. He's been killing fantasy teams for three years. Seven catches, 87 yards for Kyle Pitts. No touchdown, though, in this one. And uh, that's it. That's it. That's every game. Thursday night, of course, the Bears beat the Commanders. Uh, it was uh, there were a lot of fun games, a lot of close games, some ugliness here and there. Oh no! Wait a second. I knew. I thought there was one more game. The Lions beat the Panthers. The Lions look great. Four and one. Should it, it wasn't even as close as the final because the Panthers scored a garbage time touchdown. They're the only winless team in the league at zero and five. Um, the, David Montgomery has hit the fountain of youth in Detroit. He's been great. 19 for 109 and a touchdown. Jared Goff, two touchdown passes to the rookie tight end. Sam Laporta, 
Rookie tight ends never make an impact until Sam Laporte. He's been great. Only had three catches, but two with touchdowns, 47 yards. And uh, they they won this game. No Amon Ross St. Brown in this game. No Jamar Gibbs in this game. Didn't matter. Goff, very efficient, 20-28, 236. Three touchdowns, no picks. I thought Bryce Young played better, even though he threw two picks. They had no running game, uh, you know, besides some trick plays with LaVisca Chenault. They couldn't run it much, but 25 of 41, 243 through three touchdowns. He did also throw two picks. Adam Thielen, speaking of Fountain of Youth, 11 for 107 and a touchdown in the Panthers' loss. And there you go. Those are all the games. Thanks to everybody for joining me, as always. It's always a lot of fun doing this. Uh, by the way, make sure you get extra value this football season with Bet River Squares. Win up to $10,000 in bonus money. Bet $10 in same-game parlays on any game with the Squares icon to earn a square. Let's give you the um, latest Bet Rivers lines for Sunday night football. Well, well, this game will be over probably by the time you listen. So for Monday night football, Packer, or the Raiders are a two-point favorite at home against the Packers. I don't get that. I love the Packers in this game. I'm, I'm taking the Packers. I think they're going to win. I don't even know why the Raiders are favored. They're terrible. Packers are a decent team, and Devontae Adams is not a short thing to play. There you go. Thanks to Brian Monzo. Thanks to Max Cotro. Thanks to all of you for listening and watching. I'll talk to you next time. Where else but right here with me in the bullpen and at me, Adam the Bull. I'll say me one more time. Brought to you by Bet Rivers. See you all later. Thanks for listening to The Bullpen with Adam the Bull on the Bet Rivers Network. 